So I Married an Alcoholic is sponsored by RealtorAndABaby.com. Are you looking to buy, sell, or lease real estate? Even if you're not in greater Philadelphia, reach out with your contact information so you can be connected with the most qualified realtor in your area. RealtorAndABaby at gmail.com. God damn, I said. Ooh, I like that. It's good to be back, darling. It is. We're happy to have you back. I missed you. No, I meant on the podcast. Oh, okay. Well, they missed you too. Not necessarily in the house with you. Oh. It's hot as balls. It is. There's still no air conditioning. Who am I throwing under the bus on this episode? No one. Remember, we're not going to do that. Did you think of a PSA for this episode? Uh, Left lane travelers. Because you road tripped again. All seasons mechanical. I don't even think that's the name of it. I'm just over them altogether. (laughs) Altogether. I'm over them. All right, no PSA for tonight. Of course there's a PSA for tonight. Oh, good. Have you been saving it up to surprise me? I have. Okay, I'm ready. So I've had a lot of time, seat time, if you will, what they call in the business, (laughs) the business of traveling. Okay. Many road shows. I have decided for this particular PSA, it's not necessarily a PSA. It's going to be more of a question for our faithful and loyal listeners. And by the way, thank you very much to the faithful and loyal listeners. Especially of Wisconsin. Which is interesting. We have this weird little niche in Wisconsin. And we know no one in Wisconsin. Right? It's really cool, actually. So, Cheeseheads, thank you. I'll fucks with you. We like the support. Yeah. We like cheese. I know, we do, actually. We do, actually. We like should cheese. do a whole episode on our foodie obsession. The many cheeses. Oh, my God. We do. We love a good cheese. Mm. I actually, have you ever thought about that? Probably not. If you could choose one food for the rest of your life that you could eat and not gain weight from, what would it be? Mine would be cheese. Oh. You're going to have to bleep that one out. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. (laughs) So disgusting. Uh, I I don't, I would honestly, I would probably go with sushi. Yeah, but that's already doesn't have a lot of calories. Like that's almost a freebie. It doesn't, which is why I went with it. However, it does come with an inherent risk of mercury poisoning. Ask Jeremy Piven. I know, but we're not, did that happen? Yeah. Really? Yeah. See, remember, wasn't I talking about on here how Chris learns about things? Just random knowledge. (laughs) Yes, you know, it's all about the mercury poisoning. That I drops. And actually, speaking of mercury, do you know why they used to call the people that made hats back in the day mad hatters? I do not. Because they used to use mercury to stiffen the hat. Like the brim? I don't know if it was the brim or like the entire thing. Oh, it's so interesting. And obviously, you know, prolonged exposure to mercury becomes dangerous at a certain, what's that, a blood alcohol level. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So they like had the mad cow disease, the mad hat disease. Correct. Interesting. Right? See? I'm telling you. I, I bet everyone that is listening learned something just now. I hope so. I did. I mean, that's the point of this, right? Yeah, even if it's useless knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> We've imparted something I need tonight. There you go. All right, so do you have a PSA or no? I do. The PSA, in the form of a question, we're going to play alcoholic heroin addict Jeopardy. Oh, I'm excited. The PSA, in the form of a question, is... Drum roll, please. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that was horrific. <laughs> At what point did we as a society, a country, whatever, become so, is it intolerant, intolerant? 
I think intolerant is the word. Intolerant. Like there used to be a point in time, and I think back to, I don't know, the Churchills, uh, you know, some of the greats of like the World War One and the World War Twos, anyways, things like that, obviously political figures. And again, we're not going to go political on the show. At what point did a disagreement equate to you're allowed to hate somebody? I, I don't right? know. It's a, It's unfortunate, though. Chris and I are big believers. Don't speak for me. Okay, you're right. I'm a believer that everyone's entitled to their own opinion. As am I, which, you know, again, we touched on in the last episode, and I think that I was a little... Rough around the edges last episode? Harsh. Would that be the correct word? Yes. And really, I feel I need to clarify, because I don't feel I need to clarify, because I don't know any of you an explanation, frankly. But I'm going to clarify anyways, because I have the fucking microphone <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that's how it works that's how this works okay perfect. right it's like in our marriage right wrong or indifferent on my end i have the dick i make the rules <laughs> <laughs> oh my god obviously someone doesn't agree with that so no I, I like to think that i am tolerant and what i meant by you are entitled to your own opinion just not in this house means that like, you are entitled to your own opinion, but it's not open for argument here. It's not debatable. Well, I think... Like, you can have your own opinion, but, like, we're not going to get into some sort of pissing match over it. Like, I, I respect your opinion. Let's agree to disagree. Move on. Yeah, we do a lot of agreeing to disagree. And Chris and I actually agree on... A Don't speak for me. Okay. I think... I'll speak for myself because I have this amazing microphone. <laughs> I... When it comes to big issues, um, different topics or whatever, I, I think we do agree on a lot. I think we do. Yeah. Yes. In that sense, I don't think it's we agree to disagree. I think that generally we share, oh, do I dare say, some of the same core values. Absolutely. It's probably why we're compatible. And because we're both derelict alcoholics. Also a core value. I don't think that's the core value. <laughs> a core I deficit. <laughs> I think core deficit probably more accurately describes that. Well, all right. Core something. Yeah. Core these nuts. Oh, God. I am just coming back from Laconia Bike Week. Ooh. Super interesting, right? Very. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. Tell me about it. So really the reason that I wanted to go was because, you know, my dad asked me. My dad's, what, 65, 66? 67 somewhere around there getting old and again pretty morbid thought but I, I think this you know goes for all of us we don't have a ton of time left with our parents I don't know maybe that's kind of a weird way to look at things but you know nothing's guaranteed in life so try to take advantage right so my dad asked me and I'm like yeah of course I'll go it is 100% not my thing I'm not a motorcycle guy I'm not a car guy I'm not a like physical activity guy. Wait, let's talk about cars since you just said you're not a car guy. Sure. Let's talk about the cars that we've driven since being together. I mean, I've had the same car, but... Ooh, great sidebar. This is a great sidebar. So when I met Chris, he actually didn't have a car. Correct. And... Because I wasn't homeless at my parents' beach house, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> I was actually rebuilding my life <laughs> from scratch. So anyway, Chris did have a car, and which I didn't realize that was like, because I'm a complete asshole, I didn't realize that was a thing that 
you know, happen to people where they didn't have vehicles. No, Megan thinks like you're born with a Cadillac <laughs> falling out of your ass. So anyway. Not the case. He was like, I guess I said where I lived and we were maybe like, I don't know, maybe about an hour apart or 40 minutes, both outside of Pennsylvania. And he's like, it's kind of far. And I'm thinking, kind of far. Like, get over yourself. I'm not worth the drive. He had nothing to drive. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you might be worth the bus ride. <laughs> it would be many buses, though. We're not in a good public transportation area. Many transfers, I believe they call it. We've been dating, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks. And Chris like, I'm going to go buy a car this weekend. Megan's like, what? So tell them about the car, the first car you bought. The first, I'm trying to think. Oh, It was the Honda. Yes, the first car I bought was like a 1996 Honda, beat to shit. It had one of those coffee can filters, so you're driving down the road, and it's like, (laughs) which if you know anything about me, I am not that guy. (laughs) Not at all. It actually had like a custom paint job, a.k.a. graffiti on it. Correct. Drove great. It was a great car. Until. (laughs) I was going to the Target one day, and I did my business in the Target. And I'm leaving the Target, driving through the parking lot, just minding my own business, probably like ripping a Newport. Boom! Like, what the fuck is that? The fucking wheel fell off. I drove it till the wheel fell off. (laughs) Literally rusted and fell off. Like the whole thing. Off the, what are they attached to? The axle? I believe so. Off. Gone. (laughs) Google that. I'm not really sure. Snapped off. Yeah. (laughs) So that was the end of that car. And then what yep. happened? So- and then we bought a uh, Saab. Yes. And so this is like how you know Megan's father is like the sweetest man in the world. Actually, we ended up borrowing one of their cars. Yeah, for, for about a month maybe. I was going to say a couple of weeks. At I don't least, necessarily yeah. think it was a month. But either way, it was more than a day mm-hmm. or a weekend. So anyways, we tell him that you know we buy the car. And I think we drove it over to their house like for family dinner or something like that. And I walk in and old Jim gives me a big hug. He's like, I'm so proud of you. Congrats on the new car. Congrats. It's a Saab. Love you. But literally, first of all, what about the experience going to buy the Saab? Oh, my God. It was like something out of what's that movie where the dude tells the other dude, you got a pretty mouth. I don't know. You got a pretty mouth, boy. (laughs) It was like a father and son operation, but the son wasn't actually allowed to do anything. 12 teeth between the two of them. So we like a a used car Uh, place. IQ equal to like the cat shit. And the dad was doing like a pickup of of a car somewhere else at like a... Or cocaine. Impound lot. I don't know. So we had to wait (laughs) for him to remember to like do the paperwork. (laughs) so we like sat there for i don't know a couple hours i feel like it felt like days and we were far away like not far but like we're in bucks county i don't know i feel like we were an hour away it wasn't close no i know that but anyway he came home with the sob and the sob lasted a little while i forget what happened to that I was coming home to the apartment that we were living in, and I put it in park, and it started to roll away. (laughs) That's right. I was like, holy shit. I do not need this right now. This is the last thing I need. 
So, needless to say, both, rest in peace, the Honda and the Saab, both had to be towed from their location. Yeah, actually, we gave one to my brother, because he's, like, super handy when it comes to cars and motorcycles and ex-wives and things of that nature. So, he put a new wheel on it. Yeah, he put a new wheel on it. We're not talking change a tire. We're talking literally the whole thing. Yeah. And then we ended up donating the Saab That's to, right. I believe it was the Gary Sinise Foundation. Yes, because again, ding, Chris ding, ding. did a ton of research and found out that's actually the place where when you donate cars, like they actually get the money. Or, or like it, it was a really good yeah, organization. Well, I mean, you know, all nonprofits have, of course, operating expenses. But if you look at some of the nonprofits out there, it's like... 10 cents out of every dollar goes to the cause that they're promoting, which is shitty. I get right. you have expenses, but like the CEO of the Salvation Army makes like three quarters of a million dollars a year. Sure, exactly. And that's probably not accurate, and I'm sorry. <laughs> At least I you're owning it. I didn't do my appropriate research into that. He will, though, and get back to you. Yes. Uh, we'll have a salary and how much you paid in taxes by next episode. Correct. <laughs> So anyway, the, moving on, they came and towed it away, and that one was donated. Yes, yeah, so that's the piece of shit cars that we've driven. Now back to Bike Week. Yes, I am not a bike guy. I'm not a motorhead. It's not my thing. Uh, time is short these days. Wanted to spend some time with the old man. My brother met us there because my brother lives in Northern New Hampshire, and it was super, super cool. Yeah, like we had a really good time. Yeah. We actually, so when we got to, I was told that we were staying in a cabin. So I'm thinking like slope side cabin. Hot tub. Masseuse on duty. Uh, no, Deliverance was the name of the movie, <laughs> by the way, where he tells the guy he's got a pretty mouth. <laughs> Deliverance. Uh, no, cabin was a shithole. I've literally stayed in jail cells that were nicer. But Super. location was great. Location was amazing. It really was. People watching was on point. People watching was on point. And actually, I I want to say it was Saturday. So we got up there on Thursday. Uh, and we stayed right around the corner from like where all the, the happenings were, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday, there were a couple of guys who were from, not actually far from where I grew up in Massachusetts. <laughs> and I went over to them. They were like drinking beers at seven o'clock in the morning. Smoking a ton of pot, which actually made me a little jealous, but we'll get into that later. What was I talking about? You got distracted by the pot. The guys, they oh yeah, so I am sure yeah. So I went over there and I was like, uh, "Where are all the titties?" And the guy that's been doing it since literally, I think he said seventy eight, seventy nine, was like, "Oh no, they don't do that anymore. It's like five hundred dollars per tit if you get caught flashing." That's so crazy, right? So I called my mumsy immediately and I was like, send the plane. <laughs> I'm going home. No titties, no Chrissy. Full disclosure here, Chris is not a boob guy at all. No, but when in Rome, <laughs> you, thought- <laughs> you must flash like the Romans. <laughs> you were in for the experience, not the actual breasts. Yes, exactly. Daddy just wanted to see some nips. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you should necessarily be hating on me for that. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you were doing it for your dad. I understand. All in all, at the end of the day, it was a really, really cool experience. I would do it again. 
it's actually amazing. It's a, a Laconia, New Hampshire, and Weirs Beach. I guess is like the subset of Laconia is a town of like fifteen thousand people. That's really cool. Yeah, and I sent Megan some pictures. Maybe we'll put some pictures up on the website. Absolutely gorgeous. Like it, it was stunning. Yeah, it was beautiful. Unbelievable. It just you know it wasn't what I was was expecting. I think at the end of the day, you know what it is. It's 50, 60-year-old men driving around on 30, 40, $50,000 motorcycles, and they're all like old potheads. Well, you know what? That's what we talked about. Like, it's not young people at all because they can't actually afford those motorcycles. Exactly. So it's like people in their retirement. No, that's accurate. Right there. That's awesome, though. That's actually really cool. But you guys had a fun boys weekend. And your dad's, like, best friend joined you there, too. Yeah, so a guy that he grew up in Worcester, his son, I don't know if I should mention that, is a Laconia cop. And he lives in the condos right across the street from where we were staying. Mm -hmm. So he'd go to work, you know, and we'd see him, like, on patrol. And sometimes he was, I guess, walking the beat, if they still call it that. Uh, And then, you know, he would come over to our, our chalet, after for dinner after his shift yes but it was good you know they were they being my dad and his best friend john were sharing you know stories from their childhood and talking about like all the stuff they used to do again they grew up in worcester in the 60s and 70s when there were no you know there was no security cameras anywhere there's no internet there's no nothing so I, I think it offered me a, a great bit of insight as to why I am such a derelict. <laughs> An incredibly watered down gene pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome though. I'm so glad you guys had a good time. It made it made a lot more sense on the way home, my life, than going up there. <laughs> You've put the pieces together? Yeah. A lot of a lot of clarification, whether I wanted it or not. <laughs> That's good. I'm Which so- is great. I'm really glad that you went. I really, I, like, I was in full support of it from the very beginning. You were, and I really didn't think you were going to be on board. Really? Yeah. Oh, Because you're all like, oh, love me, feed me, tell me I'm pretty, me. You know what the problem is for- But I guess, you know, even you need a break from me every now and then. Well, so a couple things, I need a fucking break from me every now and then. Who am I kidding? Literally, everyone does. <laughs> the dog, the cat, the children. They're like, see you, Dad. You know what you really need a break from? Using the word literally. I know. And then it trips me up when I say it. I can't stop. Ugh. I know. It's horrible. And then like we talked about in episode three, I said one of my goals is that I'm going to try to make a meeting up there. And I ended up going to two meetings. Uh, one of them was at the sobriety centers of southern New Hampshire. Ding, ding, ding. Which is like an outpatient IOP. Oh, cool. Uh, just sort of meeting house. Uh, and I had to drop some some AA nuggets on my northern New Hampshire folk. I think they appreciated it. I'm sure they did, darling. I'm so self-centered. <laughs> I know. You're like, thank God that they have me here. <laughs> like, who's this asshole? <laughs> you know, I, great weekend. And we held down the fort here. Did you, though? So, I mean... Because I came home and it looked like a tornado came through here. No, it did not. It was actually spotless when you came home. I even used the vacuum because I know where we keep it now. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So, I think Chris is right in saying that he thought I wouldn't be on board. Number one, I'm actually always on board for anything that puts you closer to your family. 
Yes. It, one of the things that I really like about you, again, besides your credit score, is that you are super, super family-oriented. Definitely. And that goes both ways. We do stuff for my family. He, We do stuff for Chris's family. Like, I, I think those relationships are really important. They are. And again, you know, I, I speak for me. Apparently, you speak for both of us. But on my end, a lot of those relationships, they've since been repaired, but they were fractured for many years. As a matter of fact, let's just get into it, shall we? I don't know what we're getting into. So when Megan and I first met, she sort of reminded me of this because, I mean, I don't know how I forgot it's a pretty monumental event. But anyways, I had gone on a serious bender, and we'll get into how serious said bender was at a different point in time. But anyways, I was living with my mom in her basement, of course, and she ended up booting me out. Because obviously she had had enough of my shit at that point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, My family, like I wasn't answering my phone. So, you know, like I'm a drug addict. They're thinking probably worst case scenario. He's in a dumpster somewhere. Really, your feelings were just hurt and you were pouting? Pretty much. Yep. I mean, I went on like a serious ripper. Yeah. I went to rehab. uh, So obviously I wasn't even answering my phone. It's not like I could have. But anyways... They ended up, this is not even funny. I don't even know why I'm laughing. (laughs) I guess it's funny now looking back on it. Like plastering missing posters all over Worcester and the surrounding towns. Your dad, maybe you were on a billboard at some point. You want a billboard, maybe you already had one. Your dad said there was a website. I want a billboard for different reasons. I know, you were missing. Not because I'm missing. So when Chris and I met, since we met online, you know, I did my due diligence and Googled him. Obviously. So I'm one of the things that comes up is this missing booster. And I'm like, "Um, do you think I should call the number and tell him I found him? (laughs) Is there a reward? He's on Bumble. (laughs) (laughs) The prodigal son was returned. Couple things also. I went into that first date thinking you were five foot ten because that's what was listed on the missing poster. So, like, don't direct that at me. <laughs> I didn't, didn't make the fucking mixing posters. <laughs> I know I'm 5'8", and I'm 40, so I'm probably, like, 5'7 and a half at this point. <laughs> Shrinking. Uh, Clearly, my ego hasn't shrunk any. You got out of that truck, and I was like, oh, it's smaller than the stated poster. My God damn. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but so there were obviously were some volatile times. Yes, very. I think that's an understatement. Yeah, you know how um, amazing though for your dad to like spend this awesome weekend with you, and like let's be honest too, your dad had asked you probably a couple months ago if you wanted to go, and you're like, yep, nope, not my thing. And then yes. they came up for uh, Frankie's birthday. Correct. Your stepmom kind of like put the guilt on you a little bit. Oh, yeah, which she's not even Italian, but she does the Italian guilt very well. She has learned. It was, you know, credit to Jude, it was a properly executed guilt trip. Yeah, she came up here with a mission. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what's so cool about that? So she she wanted you to go because she wanted you guys to spend time together, but she also wanted to make sure, like, someone was there to make sure your dad was okay. So, yes, but really, and again, so... I mean, you've known Jude for a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. Judith really just wanted somebody to monitor Dick's caloric intake. Yes, but you went from the guy (laughs) on the missing poster to the guy that she was entrusting to be responsible. That's what I'm saying. Chaperoning my father. (laughs) Yes. 
And um, yeah. I mean, again, we we ate everything. You know, we saw some motorcycles. I posted a picture on my. Well, I posted a couple of pictures, but I posted a video. Dick has a trike, <laughs> and it's a V8 trike. It has like a Chevy. I don't know. It's got like a Chevy V8 car engine in it. So the thing is sick. It really is. So anyways, Dick and I are riding down the strip one night and there's, I mean, bike week, there's hundreds of thousands of people there. Yeah, I think he said 400,000 people. Yeah. And there is, because you know, I'm like, I stay on, you know, level nine of asshole pretty much 24-7. Yes. And there's a bunch of... Like there's a Hell's Angels tent and uh, Nomads is one that I can think of. Sorry if I'm starting a gang war. Uh, (laughs) I love you guys. You're all great people. Poor decisions, but, you know, uh, maybe mommy didn't love you. I I don't know. Either way, gang on, bro. Uh, So there's like a bunch of Hell's Angels standing outside of their tent. And I'm riding what's called bitch, which means you're sitting on like the... Literally, you're in the car seat. Yeah. On the back of Dick's strike. I think is an appropriate place for me most of the time. Yes. So anyways, we're rolling down the street. Hell's Angels are on the side of the road. I have my phone out. I'm taking a video. And I look over at the Hell's Angels and I yell out and I'm like, I'm not gay. He's my dad. And they all cheered for you. (laughs) They were all like they were good sports about it. I'm sure they probably wanted to shank me. (laughs) Do Hell's Angels shank? I don't know. I I actually thought, I and I, I don't know, we should research the Hells Angels before we talk it was, about them. It was funny, though. Because I actually think they do some good work, too, right? No! Okay. They're a gang. You want to know what the difference is between Chris and I? I am definitely glass half full. You are glass half empty. I'm not even glass half empty. I'm like, glass has a couple of drops. Fill it up, bitch. <laughs> Chris will actually say this all the time. Like, we're the exact opposite. I believe that everyone is inherently good. And I believe that everyone is inherently an asshole. (laughs) Prove me wrong. (laughs) I'm just saying. You know what the Hells Angels did do, though? So again, useless knowledge. Yes. A million years ago, although probably not because bikes haven't been around for that long, the Hells Angels either incorporated or turned their organization into an LLC. Interesting. Yes. So they have what's called like a support tent which is where they sell their merchandise and obviously that tax id is tied to i don't know like uh i think one of the shirts said something like boxing club huh so that's how they funnel all their money through well not all their money but i'm sure a good sum of money through the organization oh that's brilliant because you can't like sell cocaine and guns and stuff like that and claim it on your taxes i mean smart move yeah on their end. Okay. I'm not agreeing with it. Kind of like landfills and parking garages for other groups? Yeah. Interesting. Anywho. Entrepreneurs. I think. Okay. You know, maybe the wrong reasons, but yeah, entrepreneurs. We smart move. That. Yeah, very smart move. So Chris said- Way to go, angels of hell. <laughs> so Chris <laughs> says he's, you know, going to Bike Week. I guess he thought I wouldn't be keen on it, but I was 100% supportive. Yes. Um, even though I had already like made my work schedule, so I knew I was working two of the days, like long full days. Um, we got the kids, we got the brand new dog, all these things. Now, Chris's mom offered to take the dog for the long weekend. Yeah, and she was like 
shit-faced when she did. And you know Megan's like, okay, yep, Allison's taking the dog, right? <laughs> Megan jumped on that opportunity right away. I sure did. Was that wrong? The consummate opportunist that you are. No, I'm, again, I'm, smart move. Smart move. Schmeggles could be a hell's angel. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they'd let me in? You're riding into town on your bike? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm here to shank you, bitches. I don't think I can ride a bike. Your fucking high-pitched, annoying voice. You know what the thing is? I don't like any type of thrill or excitement, which is funny because normally, like, alcoholics, addicts love it. Like, a roller coaster? No thanks. I'm not interested. I don't like the feeling of fear or panic. I don't even like a surprise party. I like none of those things. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'm terrified of? You know what I'm terrified of. What is my biggest fear? Anal herpes. I mean, I think that's on everyone's list. Oh. Balloons, like the latex ones. Yes. Like, I'm talking terrified. I can't be around them when people touch them. Like, remember when the ground round was alive? Oh, I love the ground round. Pay by the pound. Oh, my God. It was the best. Mm. Popcorn and movies and nothing better. But anyway, they used to have the balloons there. Or even Friendly's. Friendly's gives the balloons out. And I literally, when my kid was little... And when Mac was little and we'd go and we'd get ice cream or whatever. And like the guy, the manager there was always like so involved. And he'd be like, oh, here's a balloon for the ride. And I'd be like, oh, God, please, please. Megan's literally riddled with anxiety. And literally poor like three and a half year old Mac in the backseat. I'm like, keep that back there. Don't, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Like literally can't even stand them. It's, it, I don't know. It's, that's your irrational fear. Yeah. That's on you. I don't like sudden loud noise. Yeah. That's also part of the reason I don't like the gun. They make a very sudden loud noise. It's actually not sudden because you know when you're pulling the trigger. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about bike week, you selfish asshole. <laughs> so anyway, I was my actually story. really excited for Chris to go. No, we covered your part. It's my turn now. Oh, all right. Wait a minute. Wait, before we Do You got more? Yeah, before we back out of the Hell's Angels bike week story. I'd also like to say this is my mid-show PSA. I am the only person that went to Bike Week and didn't leave with either a new tattoo, some variation of herpes, or some STD. What I did leave with, though, was a pink flamingo belt from Brooks Brothers. Yes, I went to Bike Week, and I also went to Brooks Brothers. (laughs) That's that's, That's more your speed. Yeah, that's how you know the caliber of tool that I am. Were you wearing the pink flamingo belt or I riding bitch on Dick's bike? No, I'm funny, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying. That could be debated. But it was, honestly, it was super, super cool crowd. Uh, it was definitely experience. It's like going to, you've been to a NASCAR race, haven't you? No, I've never been. So I think even if you're not into NASCAR, which clearly I am not into bike week, NASCAR is one of those spectacles that I think every red-blooded American should experience because it's 100,000 people in the stands, like cars going around 180, 200 miles per hour. You can bring in your own alcohol, which is, you know, a recovering alcoholic. Like, I'm all about that. For the other people. Yeah, not for me. No, I agree. It's like when my my parents, they go out a lot, right? Because they're like normal. And they will tell us about a new restaurant and they get so excited. They're like, oh, and it's a BYOB. I get excited for people still when it's a BYOB. So do I. Right? It's expensive to it drink. It is expensive. And to eat well and then have a couple of martinis or whatever on top of that, that could easily. 
I mean, I myself could probably drop 300 bucks on dinner between the booze and the food. So Chris and I are like total foodies. And we always say that because like we will spend money on going out to nice dinners because, again, we don't drink. So like that's how we treat ourselves. And we like to try different things. And so oftentimes we'll get an appetizer to split. Sometimes we both get an entree, but sometimes not even. Sometimes we'll do two appetizers, an entree, and a dessert. And I always say, I'm like, I always feel bad for people because they're walking in. They're like, ooh, good, young couple. Young couple, well-dressed. Like, they're going to drop five bills tonight. I'll have a water. Chris will have a Coke. Yep. And then we're, like, sharing a meal. Yeah. We tip well, though, because we both worked in the restaurant business. The service industry. We have. Yes. So we're good tippers. And that annoys me when people are shitty tippers. Even if you suck as a server, I'm still going to tip you at least 20%. Me too. I agree completely. Because for every person that tips 20%, there's... You know, nine more tables or parties or whatever that tip like 6%. And they're like, thank you. And if you tell the story about the verbal tip right now. I was just going there, but they don't know the story. I'm going to punch you. (laughs) They've probably already heard the story, even though we've never talked about it. All right. So we'll skip the verbal tip. We're just going to move right on. All right. What's next? Chris, I was excited for him. He was thinking I wouldn't be, but I actually was. I said I would say two years ago I would have been a ball of nerves about the whole thing. Oh yeah. This time I was like, see, I have a good trip. Trying to figure out the logistics about take your dog with you. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> Trying to figure out the logistics about who watches the kids when, how I get them where they need to be, all that good stuff. So Megan works full time. I obviously sell real estate, which is like I make my own schedule. And some days or some weeks, it's flat out showings back to back, listings back to back, running around doing marketing stuff, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's a shuffle on a slow day. We, we two literally, kids, we yeah. have a one year old, we have a 10 year old who plays travel sports two, three seasons out of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the pets. Like it, you know, it gets intense. And I'm, I'm not bitching about it. I'm just saying, like, we literally have to do a rundown like every night. What do you have tomorrow? What do I have tomorrow? Who's taking who where? Yeah. Does everyone have a ride somewhere? Does everyone have a time? Like, are all the kids accounted for at all hours of the day? And I also think, you know, one of the redeeming qualities and, you know, again, those of you that are married with kids or what have you, like, I don't necessarily care what it is. Megan and I find a way to figure it out. I actually think we actually kick ass at it. Yes. So Chris is... Hands down amazing because... Goddamn right. (laughs) They've seen the website, honey. Like he said... They know. I work outside of the home like 50 hours a week. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. (laughs) And he manages a lot of the childcare. I I work so much. I can't come home and clean my shit-stained underwear. (laughs) That has never happened. That you've shit your pants or I have that not. you can't clean them? <laughs> I have not shit my pants. I mean, everyone shit their pants at some point, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. So don't act all uppity. <laughs> You're right. Miss Homeless. I live at my parents' beach house, but I'm homeless. <laughs> so anyway, Chris does an awesome job. He literally is... Amazing. He really is. And I put down the D. Now? Air silence. Wow. Radio silence, yeah. Wow. Okay. So anyway, I was a little bit anxious about that, but I did some babysitting Jenga. (laughs) (laughs) Got it all figured out. You know, I worked all day Wednesday, Thursday. I packed all of us up and got ready. Friday, I worked all day. And then my dad picked my son up at school and took him to a sports car show. 
I drove sports card card DM the end. Yeah. I drove home, got the one year old, loaded her in the car and then drove to the shore. We actually also had a wonderful weekend. We spent the weekend at the shore. My parents have a shore house, and it is wonderful, wonderful. There is wall-to-wall family there all the time. It is- If you're ever homeless- It's a place to go. And you need a place to stay, Jim and Ville are happy to have you. (laughs) There is always like a million people there. It's so much fun. It really is. It is. But for the first time in a long time, it was just me, the kids, and my parents- And we really had an amazing weekend. Which is great because, again, like, even though, I mean, they live 25, 30 minutes from us. Yeah, I mean, my mom was here today. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we don't see them often enough. You know what else? I have another mid-show PSA. You know what's interesting? So No, I'm doing the PSA. All right, we're going to have a whole episode one time about how we live in a home of the double standard. When I tried to have a mid-show PSA last episode, you went on a whole thing how it can't be called a PSA. PSA can only happen in the beginning. Why are you going to bring up old shit? I'm just saying. We're alcoholics. We live in the moment. (laughs) Not you, Chris. You hold on to everything. I'm not holding on to the no mid-show PSA. Because that's the house of double standards. If I have the dick. I can did, change the format <laughs> as I see fit. If it's something that you did, we move on. If it's something I did, even if we hadn't even met yet, Chris is still hanging on to it. Yeah, which, you know, we talked about in the uh, first, second, third. <laughs> that was what, what, Little old Italian lady right what, across from me. What number are we on? I don't know. I was hoping you weren't going to introduce it as a number. I was like, I don't even think we know. It doesn't matter. Um... Let's bring back the family Sunday dinner. Yes, we did it for a while. I think pandemic interfered. We did it like twice over a six-month span. I know. We got to get better at it. See? All right. So what were you saying? Before I so rudely interrupted you with my family-oriented PSA, how dare I? Just, oh, did you ever, oh, that was the PSA? Yeah. Bring back Sunday dinner? I like it. We just, we had a great weekend. It was nice. And it was wonderful just spending time with my parents and my kids. Like, I played a board game with Mac. I went and sat on the beach for hours with them. Like, it was just really wonderful. And the other thing that I, like, thought about numerous times is Chris and I touched base, like, throughout. We'd have, like, a little FaceTime 10-minute conversation here or there every day. But we weren't all over each other. I'm actually never all over you. It's quite the opposite. You are up my ass 24-7. So again. Especially if you have a slow day at work. You think the rest of the world is having (laughs) a slow day at work. You're like, what are you doing? I don't sit well. Oh my God. So-and-so came in and her shoes are ugly. That's why I like like, working. What the (laughs) fuck does this have to do with the price of tea in China? (laughs) Nobody cares about that bitch on a good day. They sure as hell don't care about her shoes. Anyway, I think the point is I was super happy for you being there. And I don't know. There was no jealousy, anxiousness, like none of that. I didn't sleep great while you were gone, but I haven't slept great since you got home either. So maybe that's something else. I mean, that's like your shit you got to work on. I never sleep. Call your sponsor. (laughs) <laughs> you think they can fix my sleep? I don't know. It's worth a shot. Oh, it sure is. So Bird Dog made it. Bird Dog made it. It had a great time Actually, at Granny Alice's. <sighs> my mother called me. Mumsy. I call her Mumsy. Anyway, she calls me, I don't know, Thursday. When did we get up there? We get up on Thursday, so maybe it was Friday she called me. Yes, it was Friday. She's like, Christopher, the dog has a cancer in her mouth. I'm like, what? She's, she's got some sort of growth in her mouth. I'm like, okay. 
the fuck you want me to do? I'm biking. <laughs> I'm triking. Trying to get initiated into the angels, mumsy. <laughs> so I'm like, send me a picture. Let me know what it looks like. I, I'm no bothering you. I'll call in the vet. So I, if, you know, any of you pet owners out there, like an emergency vet visit, 20 grand easily. <laughs> and Birdie was going to have to go get braces. Yeah. I'm like, mom, send me a picture. Anyway, she sends me a picture. It's like food stuck in her teeth. So I called my mother and, God forgive me, unloaded on her. <laughs> Were you like, floss the teeth and let's move on. Exactly. She's like, no, she needs to go to the vet. She needs chemo. <laughs> I'm like, chemo? <laughs> Let me tell you, son, if that dog has cancer, there's one thing that's going to happen. I'd take her out in the backyard and shoot her. Oh, not everyone feels that way, honey. Well, again. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you don't have to hate me for that. No, you don't. That's the problem, right? No, like, I you agree. Can't, you can't have a difference of opinion without having it turn into literally a blowout argument. And someone's a racist and someone's a hobophobe and like, no, I actually like the gays. I've helped out dozens of black families. Certainly not a racist. I just don't agree with you on blank. Right. It has nothing to do with that. Doesn't mean I'm an asshole. No, it does mean you're an asshole. Well, yes. Not because I mean, of your I, opinion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I am an asshole. You are. Yes. That's point blank. I'll admit that. Okay. I'll own that. I, I appreciate that. But, you know. It is what it is. That's why this works. It's an interesting way of looking at it, but okay. I don't know if it's why it works. I hope not. If I find it... I love Megan because she pushed me and pushed me and pushed me to make something of myself, and it paid dividends. Megan loves me because <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> it's interesting. Is that why you love me, hon? I, it's one of the many reasons that I love you, and again, I don't, I don't think it's a mystery by now. 800 credit score. <laughs> so that's another reason. Parents Beach House. Right. That's about it. Wow. Yeah. It's quite a list. The list is short, but, you know, sweet. <laughs> it's just like quality you. versus quantity. Just like you, you little midget. <laughs> now we've offended the midgets. True story. Everybody made it alive. So we had a five days, I guess, apart, but it, it actually was quite lovely. It was. I'm glad you're home, though. I really am. And we all had, you know, some good memories with our own respective families. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to see your mom today. I don't think I've seen your mom for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Which is always good. I mean, I think the last time she saw her, she was telling us not to get divorced. No, nah, we saw her a bunch of times between so, that. You know, that was actually a while ago now. This conversation changed gears a little bit, you know? Yeah. It was nice. Okay. Auntie Gay P had a, a lovely puzzle made of Megan. And I would love to post this on the interweb, but like even I have some sort of filter when it comes to that. So Megan was breastfeeding or pumping. Yes. Last summer. Oh, it was so awful. It must have been early last summer, like right after we brought Frankie home. So maybe June. Yeah. Anyways, Megan's sitting on the couch with her two little like titty vacuums hooked up to her. Massive breasts. Looking like an Oompa Loompa. It was awful. <laughs> it was literally, I would sit there and pop like all day long. Schmeggles has titty <laughs> milk for you. 
Oompa <laughs> loompa doopa dee doo. <laughs> I'm laughing right now, like to the point where I, I'm not making noise anymore. I sent a picture because, again, I'm an asshole, and it's why <laughs> Megan loves me. I sent a picture to Auntie Gay P of Megan, like in the in the Buddha zone, if you will. What's the what's the highest level of Buddhism? I don't know. That... She was like in the zone trying to achieve the highest <laughs> level of Buddhism while pouring this disgusting saggy tit milk out of her. Oh, it was awful. My boobs <laughs> were so awful. And I took a picture of it and I sent it to Auntie Gay P because again, like I can't send a picture of your tits to any of my other friends. You sent it to your family at some point. <laughs> don't don't make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> So Auntie Gay P kept that little treasure for almost a year. Well, it haunts me. Every couple weeks I get it in a text. Jeff Bezos, Amazon, ding, ding, ding. JP orders a 500-piece puzzle of Megan's tits. (laughs) Of the breastfeeding. (laughs) So I, again being the asshole, have it set up on our kitchen table. Because Chris and I actually spent two days putting it together. We had fun. It was actually a good team (laughs) building activity. I'm like, I think that's a left nipple. (laughs) No, that's a right nipple. Stupid. (laughs) I don't talk to you like that. No, it was, I don't know if I would call it a team building activity. It's certainly one way to look at it. I mean, we did. We worked hard on that puzzle. It was a hard fucking puzzle. It was. It was challenging. (laughs) So are your tits. (laughs) They don't look like that anymore. All right, let's let's back out of the tits <laughs> before before that gets really weird. So anyway, my mom gave it over today, and there it was put oh, together. Yeah, I was like, "Did you see this puzzle that JP sent us?" <laughs> and she's looking at it. You know how like a dog looks at you when it's confused and it like cocks its head to the side. That was Valia. She's like, "What is it?" <laughs> I was like, "It's Megan's boobs." And she's like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Also, remember we talked about a couple episodes how we had the friends over? Yes. The puzzle was the centerpiece then, too. It was still on the kitchen table. Yes, because, you know, Megan's so modest, and I am the antithesis of modest. She had it covered up with, like, paper plates. Napkins Yeah. And I'm like, hey, we're all sitting at the table, and I'm like, uncovering it and before you uncover like the last big piece I was like hey guys you want to see Megan's tits (laughs) (laughs) poor Megan's like trying to explain it away it's like just (laughs) just soaking the the glorious moment that this is Megan literally JP giving me that puzzle was one of the funniest moments of my life though it was awesome and then the fact I came home from work and Chris is at the kitchen table in a unicorn bathrobe putting it together. Yeah, which is, I don't know, that's that's my what I do some of my best work in. I know. The unicorn bathrobe. It was fun, though. We went to dinner then that night, and then I think we stayed up till like midnight working on it. Yeah, it was way too late for... Puzzling. Yeah, late 30s couple to be putting together a puzzle of someone's tits. I mean, again... If you don't know much about us by now, you do know one thing, and that is we have fun. We do have fun. I'm literally crying right now thinking about it. Sometimes it's at my expense, sometimes Megan's, sometimes our expense, but uh, we do have fun. We enjoy each other, and uh, sometimes it's all that matters, right? 
We need a new puzzle. Just wait till the next one. My old hairy balls. <laughs> Are those knees or Chris's testicles? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just get an aerial shot of the bald spot on your head. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be able to make 500 pieces of that, though. Not enough hairs. Nope. <laughs> I'll have to get plugs. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. People don't want to hear this. All right, fine. Things to look forward to. Next episode, a puzzle of my nuts. <laughs> uh, what are we going to work on? Actually, let's talk about what I did work on. I think my language has improved. I think it really did. I'm, I'm really trying to... Which is funny because when Reel I reel in the offensiveness, when I talked to you on, I don't know, like Sunday or whatever day, like when you were getting close to coming home and I was like, "Ooh, the accents in full force. Yeah, because I was with my people. I know. Sometimes Chris like blends in in Philly and sometimes you're like, oh, man, I can hear it. And yeah. I actually love it. Like, it's adorable. So um, I was kind of excited, but he he retired it for the mic tonight. By the way, all you Philly people use is not a word. <laughs> Use guys. Use. <laughs> it's not a word. Actually, it's just not a word. <laughs> we'll agree For to disagree. <laughs> so my language has improved. We got a couple of PSAs out there. We touched on a little bit of alcoholism. Oh, here, don't drink. If you do drink, drink responsibly. Yeah, if you're able. Jim and Valia, if you're homeless, they'll be happy to have you down at the beach house. <laughs> Bird dog does not have cancer. Thank God. And I guess that's it. Yeah. I actually, I think this was the longest that we've actually spent away from each other. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. It's like when we went to Puerto Rico. Remember when we went to Puerto Rico? Chris and I got engaged in Puerto Rico and it was awesome. And um, we're there like day five or something. And he's like, I think this is the longest stretch we've ever spent with each other. Mm-hmm. And then he proposed. Which tells you we got married way too <laughs> soon. <laughs> that's where I was going with it. Like... You know what? We made it five days. Why don't we just make it a lifetime? Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Health insurance. 800 FICO. I'm in. Let's go. All right. Now let's wrap it up. All right. Fine. That's all I got. You got anything else? No, I'm good for tonight. All right. I'm Chris. I'm an alcoholic. And I'm Megan. I'm an alcoholic. And just don't be an asshole and get your pets spayed and neutered. <laughs>